There's a flag on the play. <laughs> Unsportsmanlike conduct. Casually host like, number one. <laughs> casually trying on all of the um all the shit she got for Christmas. From forever from forever from forever twenty one. Middle of podcast, you know how it is. Get in the Welcome in to the Good Little Podcast. We back. We're back after a week hiatus. And guess what? We have nothing to talk about. I'm just kidding. We, we do have some things. Um, I want to lead with... All right. I'm getting to a K. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus to those who celebrate. Happy Boxing Day to our Canadian listeners. Yeah. Oh, Boxing Day. I always forget Boxing Day. It's an, under, it's an underrated one. It really is. What what is it like? Why is it called Boxing Day? Um, I'll tell you right now. We're gonna look up. I used boxing to always day. think Boxing Day was like 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 the day the Canadians like, like moved. I thought it. Was like... Um. Okay. Um. Oh, interesting. Boxing Day, according to Wikipedia. Uh, is a holiday celebrated after Christmas Day, though it origin or, or it originated. Wait, is this true? Boxing Day. Um, oh, all right. It originated in Great Britain and is celebrated in several countries that previously formed part of the British Empire. The attached bank holiday or public holiday may take place on the twenty eighth, if necessary. Um, the twenty sixth of December is Saint Stephen's Day, which is considered the second day of Christmas. Uh, the Feast of St. Stephen. Fun fact, um, the first martyr of the Catholic Church, um, for those of you who aren't Catholic and don't know what a martyr is, a martyr is somebody who died representing the church. Uh, he was also the first ever known stoning of a Catholic disciple. Fun fact. Um, Good grief. The, <laughs> I, I just made that sound so much more humbling. That's and wild. boring. <laughs> And it actually is. You know, it's fucking murder with stones. Um, Boxing Day originated as a holiday to give gifts to the poor. Uh, but today, Boxing Day forms part of Christmas celebrations with many choosing to take advantage of Boxing Day sales. So it's basically it's basically like Christmas and like Black Friday in Canada. It is the, it is the Canadian Black Friday of Christmas. It's pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, I'm a fan. Whenever I hear somebody say, like, public stoning i just think of the episode of spongebob when patrick's in the in the zoo getting peanuts thrown at him (laughs) (laughs) that's just public humiliation the actual process of getting stoned well now i deserve this the the modern day of stoning has taken on a much uh much different connotation now it's just you go listen to post malone and you're gonna (laughs) fuck but it used to be you get murdered (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> welcome to 2022 soon to be 2023 oh what a high <laughs> note <laughs> speaking of 2023 the uh the the idea of like the 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 20 the the new year resolution i think this is a uh a important spot to kind of like to start on i guess you could say 
Um, our New Year's resolutions, but particularly as they relate to golf. We have news about Liv. We'll talk about them in a hot second. They're there, if you don't know, and you're living under a rock, has to do with a little bit of something, something going on at the beginning of April that, uh, that, that a lot of people and most of the casual fans of the world happen to watch. Uh, but we're going to start here with our New Year's resolutions. And, okay. New Year's resolutions. Um, KB, I've got a list of things, list of questions. You fill in the blank, and we'll uh, we'll go we'll go back and forth. Let's do and we, it. And we start here. The golfer we want to see win a major the most in 2023 is Ooh. Tom Kim. It's a very good answer. Tom Kim. It's a very it's a very strong answer. So for the vibes and for the culture. I saw a really, um, I think it was Golf Digest put it up. Let me, let me see if I can find it. Yeah. Um, they put up uh, the top players in the world who have yet to win a major. And obviously, if you look at the last five or six years, Rory's won. Scotty, Scotty won last year at the Masters. Cameron Smith won the Open. Justin Thomas has won mostly, most recently at the PGA. Matt Fitzpatrick won the U.S. Open. Those are your four major winners from this past year. John Rahm's won. Colin Morcow and Jordan Spieth have all won. Among the guys who have not, uh, Tom Kim being one of them, Tommy Fleetwood, Sunjay M, Bill Zalatoris, Victor Hovland, Tony Finau, Patrick Cantley, and Xander Shoffley. I want to say one of the newer guys, like, like one of this like group of those who haven't won it. Um, my question really, really lies under who should have won one. In which case, the answer the answer to me very clearly is. Um, is Shoffley or Patrick Cantlay. Uh, I think Tony Finau will win one. However, the one guy that I want to see win one the most is Billy Horschel. Has not won... I don't know if he's won any, or he hasn't won one in a hot minute. Let me actually double... double, double I'm pretty uh, sure... I think I've brought this up a few times on this show, but I'm pretty sure he's the guy that my dad is friends with his mom or dad. I think you might have, yeah. So, all right, all right. So, yeah. So, Billy Horschel's never won a major. Uh, the best he's the best he's, he's ever come in uh, is tied for fourth at, at the twenty thirteen US uh, at the twenty thirteen U.S. Open. Um, that was, of course, at Marion in Pennsylvania. That was uh, the event. If you if you're looking back if you're looking back on it, um, that was the year Justin Rose outbeat Jason Day and Phil Mickelson. And they and I think what was for a while the the worst scoring major of all time. <laughs> I believe he won at like one at like one over par. Um, yeah, yeah, he won a one over par. Uh, so he finished T four. Then this was also twelve years ago when he was uh, much younger of a man. He's now he's now in his mid thirties. Uh, he has never come close at the Masters. Never came close at the Open. His game fits the majority of courses we're going to be going to this this year. Um, we've seen him get better and better and better every single year he's been at Augusta. So I think it's only a matter of time before Billy Horschel does fi- does finally win one. Um, I, I, I say this often: best style on the PGA Tour and one of the best swings on the PGA Tour. I think he really does deserve uh, to get his first among the young guys to win their first PGA Tour event. Who do you have on the watch list? Um. Hmm. I mean, easily could double down with Tom Kim. 
Falcon uh, has one. He has, has one a, he has won an event. But when uh, yeah, yeah, I don't oh, remember. Duh. This guy's won three events in like seven right. other tournaments. Uh, <clears throat> so event-wise, does that count Willie Z's uh, postseason victory? Um, yes, it does count. So to kind of to give you an idea then of guys who don't have who don't, who don't have, have have a victory yet, um, I mean Cameron Young is 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 essentially the uh, the, the the most important of the group. Uh, Cameron Tringale ha- has has yet to win an event. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing like noises, uh, and then of course, b- of course, a bunch of bunch of the younger guys that are coming on tour in the next uh, year or so, including Justin Suh, who is gonna, who's coming in as the number one corn vertical player in the world, will will make his debut. Suh, uh, dude. Suh, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we really do make like the absolute worst comments. Um, would I? I mean, I'm placing a futures bet. This probably won't happen in 2023, but give me Ben Piro all day. <laughs> <laughs> you might need a little, a little bit more time. It's a futures to get that first bet, play. baby. It's an investment. No, but, but like he's certainly on the board. I mean, Cameron Young being Cameron top 20 golfer one. in the world and not have a win is like it's kind of ridiculous to me. Um, that's only a, it's only a matter of time time before he net he nets one there. Uh, Ryan Fox, I don't believe. It's a great name. Has a PGA Tour victory. He has a few uh, international DP World Tour. Yes, he does. So he he does not have a PGA Tour win. I would like to see him win one. That's a uh, great top, name. Top fifty player in the world, Australian. Kind of the next wave of players now that um, Cameron Smith and Mark Leishman have left for for Live. Uh, it makes sense to have him somewhere in that upper echelon. Um, Aaron Wise, another. Uh, Another young stallion looking to make his way. Thomas Peters, uh, we, we've been we, we've, we've been betting and betting on him often, as well as Tom Dietrich, two Germans. Um, so those are some guys that I'm looking at. If you have any additional players that you want to mention, Ryan Fox is getting added to my hashtag Come on the Podcast list. He's a cool dude. It's a great name. He's Australian. I ride with the Aussies, and he likes Pokemon. Even better, I'm. He's on the list. He needs to be on the show. If you had to, if you had to guess like one PGA Tour player to be like a really big Pokemon Go guy wherever they travel, think about it. I used to play a lot. Uh, I still do. I, I I don't play as much as much as I used to, but you get to travel the world and go to some pretty dope ass places. You go to Dallas, you go to LA, you go to San Fran. Like some pretty cool stops. Who do you think? Who do you think would, would totally be a Pokemon Go guy? Hmm. Max Homa secretly has to be. He, like, yeah, he, he strikes me. He strikes me as like a goober nerd. Um, I could see Tom Kim still like being very into it. Um, <coughs> I'm trying to think of who else. Victor Hovland. Victor Hovland's playing his uh his. Victor Hovland's listening to death metal while catching Pikachu's in the wild. My my favorite thing on uh, on TikTok lately, I, f- I found a guy who goes, uh, "I'm I'm going to list my top my top twenty five Pokemon and and how I would prepare them as food." And he goes, "Togepi is just a oversized matured egg, so I would use them to make scrambled eggs and an omelet fillet with a frittata." 
vile plume looks like a uh, looks like it would have a great source of uh, of mushroom. So I'll make them with a nice chicken portobello. <laughs> my my brother in Christ, have you not seen Parasect? <laughs> What's that? The Pokemon that like its shell is just a giant mushroom. Oh yes, I'm, I'm talking yeah. about the guy like saying that vile plume would be his choice of mushroom. I, I, I have to find this guy and and send you his videos because they're they're actually hilarious. <laughs> By the way, all right, all right, here, we're, this is going to be another one of those those, those episodes where, where 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 we have not almost nothing to talk about, so we're going to just talk about random stuff. Relate to me the OG three starter Pokemon to golfers. Okay, I like this. Um. And why is Bulbasaur low-key Harry Higgs? Yes. Because when he evolves into Venusaur, he's Harry Higgs. <laughs> That's just a hairy motherfucker. He's throwing vines everywhere. Tiger Woods is like low-key Charizard. Well, Charmander. Yeah. Actually, you could you could probably like make the tears too, like oh a hundred percent. Like Tiger Woods is your Charizard, but like Jordan Spieth is your Charmander. Yeah. And then what is it, Char- Charmeleon? Yeah. Is like Charmeleon gives me big Will Zalatoris vibes. <laughs> That's just because he's skinny and it's good and it's a bulky head. <laughs> Squirtle would be like. Whenever I think of Squirtle, I think of the. Uh, um, the the uh, the pimp squirtles. Time out. Hold the Tell phone. You, ha- t- you, de- you definitely have have like a Funko Pop of of the squirtle. I'm thinking of or some like meme or something like that. Why? Why? <laughs> Who has that? Me. Shout out to the Squirtle Squad. The Squirtle Squad. I was gonna say you you would be the kind of guy that 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 ha- has like a Funko Pop. Uh, I have a Charmander one. Well, there you go. All right, I'm close enough. I want to start getting into those, but they're gonna they're gonna be, be worth a lot of money one day. They're great. I love. So them. there's like, your 2023 New Year's resolution. <laughs> what to buy a Funko Pop? Yeah, there you go. Lame. Do they have golf ones? I'm shocked if they don't. Golf Funko Pops. That I they definitely have Tiger Woods. They have to have Tiger. Yeah. No. Um. Golf Funko Pops. It, there's a Jack Nicholas one. That's that's really cool, actually. There is Tiger. There's a, there's a Jack Nicholas one. There's <laughs> you can get Ty Webb from Caddyshack. <laughs> that's pretty cool, actually. Um. All right. So they have Tiger. They have. Jack Nicholas. They have Happy Gilmore. Is it Arnold Palmer? No way. They have Arnold Palmer. They have Kramer golfing from Seinfeld. <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. What like can I find like a like a list? I'm just finding a bunch of bunch of like Amazon listings. They have Jack Nicholas. Arnold Palmer, Happy Gilmore. They have Greg Norman. Can I burn him along with the uh with the rookie card? <laughs> Uh, uh, so it's Tiger, Jack, Arnold. They have oh, Judge Smales from Caddyshack as well. There's multiple kinds of Tiger Woods. Yeah, there's red shirt and blue shirt Tiger. There's, there, yeah, there's Sunday Tiger and then Fanatics Tiger. That's cool. 
I would so get the Sunday Tiger one. So, yeah, in, in you the, need uh, that Sunday for, Reds. Your, for your little home office. What does that run me? Oh my god! It's, oh, it's wait, like no bucks. way! No way! What'd you find, Steve? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If I oh, is it sold out? Oh. The Funko Pop here on Fanatics claims that it's only $4. It was $15, and it's been been super reduced, but I cannot pick a quantity, so I'm going to assume that it is sold out, That's which is problem. really unfortunate. I did find, because for everybody at home before we were recording today, I stumbled upon uh, PGA Tour trading cards, which Steve and I are very, like, fascinated why that's not truly a thing because i feel like they like especially like with the you know like in baseball and the pll's doing it like the relic cards with like the game worn jerseys and stuff yeah i feel like the pga tour could make a killing with the relic cards um whether it's you know bunker sand or you know like they could do a bunch of stuff with pga tour i found a pretty sick relic card from 2013 it is uh tiger woods arnold palmer 2013 game use tour gear duo card that is like That's pretty, pretty cool. sweet here it is it's both of their shirts that's kind of hype actually that's dope super cheap too i i mean i'm looking at it like on on etsy uh just because I, I was like curious and it pulled up like you can definitely get a bunch of these like here they have um Upper deck put out put out ones from like two thousand and one. That's the tiger. Two thousand and three. Actually, the one that you sent me the uh, the the nineteen ninety pro set. I believe that has every every like top one hundred golfer or something yeah. like that. It's like every it's seventy five uh, PGA tour and then twenty five senior tour, which would which would mean that, that I'm guaranteed to get John Daly. Which would be hmm. a sick card. I'm just surprised, you're right, that there isn't like... That there's a market for it. Like, you would think that. Or n- not even how, that. Like... Not not even really that. The fact, the fact that, 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 that there isn't like hype around something like that. Like a niche. Especially with like sport. how golf is with like collectibles and like memorabilia and stuff. Like, I feel like it's a big memorabilia thing. Oh, I just found on Etsy someone selling a Charlie Woods NFT. Good lord. I saw a Charlie Woods trading card on eBay. That's pretty cool. Autograph, too. Really? Yeah. That's 20 bucks. Upper Deck PGA Tour trading cards. Because we can find a box cheap enough. And we get to a certain amount of subscribers, we'll crack a box open. Sports memorabilia collection. He here we go. Might might be finding something good here. Oh well, this guy's selling a uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield Silver Tempest pack for seven dollars. Heyo, heyo. Um, let's see, let's see what we can find. And for everybody at home that does like card openings, me and Pat Pitts did a card opening before a recent episode of Underground Sports Philadelphia that is on the YouTube channel right now. We pulled a very hype baseball rookie card from Topps Chrome, so go check that out. When am I getting getting invited on the um, main pod? It's been, been almost two years. 2023 New Year's resolution. Stephen uh, McAvoy goes on I, main I'm pod. out here just 
effing shit up and uh let's get you on after Eagles Giants week 18. Oh god, when they get fucking <laughs> stomped down by uh by Gardner Minshew. Well, I think Jalen Hurts is playing this week, so they're gonna they're gonna sit Hurts in the last week. Not from what I've been told. I don't know why. They oh, the last it. week, yeah. If, I don't know why they play him this week. Honestly, why? We gotta win. Why risk we gotta win. injury? Gotta win. Yeah, but uh, but still, I don't see why you'd want to. I, I I just don't know why you would want to do that. All right, so listen to this. So Upper Deck has apparently switched out of the outside of golf. They no longer sell. Is this right? Yeah. They don't sell physical packs. They sell golf e-cards. Boo. Which is not nearly as cool. Uh, the 2021 Upper Deck SP Game Used Collection. A pack is... Th- 250 bucks. Jesus. You or you can get the SP authentic and it's $16 a pack. Well, my tip jar on Twitter is open if you want to donate to it. Um <laughs> goes right to the company. <laughs> featuring a 50 card digital base set that highlights up and coming and and star golfers alike. Complementing the base set are subsets such as hard signed authentic rookie signatures tiered 1. Uh, number to seven ninety nine and tier two to number two ninety nine, authentic moments and authentic moments multiplayer cards. There's no shortage of premium content in SP Authentic Golf. Hard signed autograph inserts, there's immortal ink, marks of distinction, sign of the times, so on and so forth. All right, well, uh, their product checklist includes. Let's see. Let's go to the um, let's go to the authentic moments. There's fifteen of them. Justin Thomas, David Duvall, Henrik Stenson, D- Justin D- Jason Duffner, Danny Willett, Francisco Molinari, Stacey Lewis. Oh, they even ha- have some LPGA players. Annika Sorensen, uh, Julie Inkster, Jeff Nicholas, Tiger Woods, Nancy Lopez, Tom Lehman, Danielle Kang, and Paul and Paula Kramer. They've got in the base set. Here's here's why we didn't know, Steve. Golf trading cards just came back this past summer. No way. Yeah, I just found an article from cardlines.com. Okay. Uh, it says the last golf exclusive release came out in 2014. Back then, it was regarded as a low tier product, a fun collectible for fans of the sport, but not uh, a product with much mass appeal. But this time around, things could be different. Golf now has a top 10 global fan base, and Golf Digest called 2021 the year of resurgence uh, for the sport after post pandemic surges in popularity. And with golf cards back in production and the sport as popular as ever, there's been some buzz in the hobby, so we decided to give you the lowdown. We'll cover everything from the three new releases to the best vintage cards to invest in. Uh, there are autograph cards um, across the board. So uh, let's see here. The three products that are now out are 2021 SP Authentic, 2021 Artifacts, and SP game use. Those are the tiers. Yeah, the, the, those are the ones that I'm looking at right now through um, through Upper Deck. So they have yeah. the they have the SP authentic, um, which I'm going through, through the listing right now. Actually, pretty cool though, because like it's it's very up to date. They have rookie tiers, so like tier one, which I don't know why the it's 
I don't know why Tony Finau and Justin Suh or and Kevin Kisner are in tier three, but in tier one includes Abraham Answer, Harold Varner. Russell Here's why Knox, there's been an issue again. too with it. They continue here. There's PGA licensing issues. Of course, uh, there says, is. Despite a lot of the excitement surrounding golf's reboot, there's one glaring question fans have been asking: What's up with the lack of current stars? The checklist for the SP Authentic only included six of the top 50 players in the world. Yes, they'll say that again. Six. Imagine basketball or football product that only had six top players. It would be laughed out of production. So why are so few of the top players featured? Well, it comes down to licensing issues. Players on the PGA Tour are technically independent contractors. Their likeness doesn't belong to their league, so Upper Deck actually had to secure the license with each player individually. Yep. Clearly, it, that wasn't easy to do because six of the top 50 is pretty abysmal. So what does this mean for the long-term viability of the product? Well, the optimist in the author of this article says that it will drive the value up for those current six players. When you pull a Colin Morikawa, uh, you know that it's much more valuable due to scarcity. Uh, the pessimist in this person, however, is worried that the lack of current star power and over-reliance on vets like Tiger Woods and Jack Nicklaus is going to cause collectors to lose interest. Missing those big names might be what has caused the SP Authentic prices to drop so much. If interest remains low, Upper Deck might not have any interest in golf product moving forward. Uh, and then, let's see here. They're talking about Liv. Hmm. Um, well, so, like, so yeah. So, so, like, as it appears on here, among top players in the world, the only PGA Tour players, and obviously 2021, Liv wasn't around at, at that point. Um, but top players at that point, Tiger, Tony Finau, Kevin Kisner, Justin Thomas. Uh, and honestly, that, that's that's almost it, really, in terms of the actual like base set players you can get. And it says, well, um, if you were hoping to see any of the live guys in the upcoming Upper Deck product, you're out of luck. Because not yeah. only are the Upper Deck releases sticking to PGA players only... Things have gotten contentious between the two leagues that the PGA has banned all live players from ever rejoining the league, blah, blah, blah. For now, there are no plans to release cards featuring live tour players, but if the tour continues to grow, it could be a possibility down the line. I'm also looking here. There's only one player, and I want you to guess who it is, under the, the SP Authentic Golf Exquisite Collection Auto. Only one person. Can you guess who it is? I feel like Tiger's not, too easy. Not an active PGA Tour player. Not active. Is it Jack? No. We, we were talking about about him earlier. About, about how 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 I I would have a sacrificial oh, Greg burning Norman. ceremony. <laughs> Gregory Norman. <laughs> yeah, That's crazy. I, you know, I think, think it's only a matter of time before. What is this? They have a a 2013 SP Authentic Update 2001 tribute card, and it's Tiger Woods and Ken Griffey Jr. That's a sick card. That's wild. That would be something that I would literally like, like send it to. Uh, what's PSA. the place? That, what? Yeah, PSA. Like, take my stuff. There's a. Uh, I was looking at the cards in the the 1991. And uh, there was, uh, there's like a football player in it. <laughs> really? I'm going to find it right now. 
So I was like, just like watching a video of a guy going through his entire like binder of it. And I was like, why is that person in there? And I'm totally blanking on who it is. It was PGA Tour Pro Set. They should make a trading card pack with all the um, all the pro am players that like play in like big pro ams. Facts. Yeah, that'd be you sick. Like a John, you put like a John Smoltz or like a, a Tony Romo, like Miles Teller. That'd be sick. Apparently, Tom Holland's a really, really good golfer too. Speaking of actors, uh, I'm seeing Avatar tonight, and uh, I don't know what to expect. All I've heard, though, is that apparently uh, James Cameron didn't allow his actors to leave set um, during filming at times, so they would just pee in the pools that they would work in. You, Because to leave the pool, remove your wetsuit, relieve yourself, put the wetsuit back on, and get back in the pool with all of the makeup and the cameras and everything was too much. So Sam Worthington said, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I pee in the pool all the time. Good thing they didn't have the dye that shows that you peed. That he actually said it said it in an interview. I think it was with um with like Graham Norton. He was like, "Yeah, I was afraid the the, the water would turn pink." <laughs> apparently, after apparently after that was released, though, Zoe Saldana was not very happy with with, with everyone uh, peeing in the pool. <laughs> Rightfully so. I mean, look, hey, Bear Grylls' drink is on pee, so it. it he also got he also got fed. Cliff bars on the side after yeah, gnawing into a fish. That was actually like like the most unfortunate like realization. <laughs> because I loved Bear Girls for a long time. I still do. Eh. He's it, still it, fun. He 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 he's lost the uh the luster. The, yeah, the gravitas to me because of this. So the grizzly toss. <laughs> the grizzly toss. Back to our New Year's resolutions. As we've been, <laughs> as we're a half hour into the show, we've literally discussed two things. <laughs> like I, that's like, I, that's when we're at our best, though. Yeah, but like we're we're just comparing Charizard to Tiger Woods. Um, all right. Anyways, New Year's resolution. Uh, the one player that you want to see make a major non-golf related headline. Hmm. Um. I know this won't happen. This specific headline, but with the release of uh, John Morant's signature shoe the other day, I'd like to see golfers get like signature cleats more often. So I want to see some golfer just get a signature cleat signature golf shoe like these these companies need to step it up whether it's you know willie z or, or somebody that has like that that pull let's get a signature golf shoe back out there for the people i believe there are only two actively like in golf and it's tiger woods right. and jordan spieth again another I mean, thing the- that like you feel like would be more Common. At, at, at some point, Foot Joy is going to have to give somebody a, a custom shoe. Foot Joy, Puma. Puma's Nike. a bride. Or actually, Bryson may, may, have, may have his own. 
Maybe. He might. Um, like, did Ricky have? No, he never did. That's surprising, too. Yeah, the, the, no, pretty sure they're the, 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 they're the only two, and, like, maybe Bryson had, like, had like a colorway of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, Dustin Johnson did have, have custom Adidas ones for a little bit, but they weren't, like, his shoe. Right. So... I don't know. That's I'd like to see that. That'd be cool for like the golf fashion side of things. It's not necessarily like on course headline, but like it's still relative to. Don't worry, my uh, my my headline is uh, is Grayson Murray getting booked for aggravated assault. <laughs> so <laughs> Thro- throws his on you? The- <laughs> no, no, just like like gets pissed off and like flings his putter at some woman. And like, like knocks her out, and next thing you know, he's on trial for aggravated assault. Yeah, you know what shirt we should make? You know those shirts that are like the anti-social social club. <laughs> the should be the anti Grace and Mary Golf Club. I would love that so much. <laughs> Which is a great opportunity to tell you guys: go to our merch partners, PHI Apparel Company. You're gonna stand out on the That's course at the clubhouse, wherever you may be, rocking the best merch in the game. Uh, you guys can go to phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Use code underground for 10% off any apparel order. It's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing at Underground Sports Philadelphia, including the Get in the Hole podcast. We got big things on our docket for 2023. You want to support it. You want to be backing us. Go get your merch. phiapparel.co. Code underground for 10% off. There is a third player who has it, who has has a signature shoe. Uh, G4, who owns Echo, E-C-C-O. Okay. Uh, Fred Couples huh. has has a uh, a, a sole supporter. Because, you know, he's 80 years old. <laughs> Good for Freddie Couples. Only makes sense. That Tony Finau needs a signature shoe. The drip god himself. Tony Finau just walks around in Jordans and looks sick as fuck. Like, he, he needs a Jordan, like, collab. That'd be sick. Tony Finau x Jordan that would be fire. They gotta make it like a like in like, the colorway of the sweater. <laughs> now I I I could so see though a signature shoe where it's like a like Jordan x Tony Finau and it uses the old like getting the whole like logo, um with with like him golfing that would be dirty. That'd be sick. That would be absolutely filthy. All right, uh, enough. Of, uh, Enough other resolutions. I'm getting pushed pushed out of the house because I have to go to Target. On the PGA Tour front, as it pertains to who else but our good friends over in Saudi Arabia. Augusta National Golf Club, Fred Ridley, chairman of Augusta Nationals, announced as of last week, a couple weeks ago, that live players that, that have pre-qualified for the Masters, meaning previously won a green jacket, is top 50 in the world. Or have exemptions through other majors uh, and special tournaments will be invited to Augusta National. Now, there are a few key points here that I want to point out, uh, including those who are invited. Um, Augusta National has said that they deserve to be there because they have met the qualifications. They will not be separated from their PGA Tour counterparts, so you might very well see a, a Tiger and Phil tea time, which would be nuts. I love that. Uh, they're not shying away for any live players or any festivities. They'll be fully invited. It's going to be fully open arms every every little bit. 
Um, and with that being said, we have a list of golfers that will be going to Augusta come April. Abraham Answer, Bryson DeChambeau, Sergio Garcia, Taylor Gooch, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Jason Kokrak, Phil Mickelson, Kevin Na, Joaquin Neiman, Louis Oosthuizen, Patrick Reed, Charles Schwartzel, Cameron Smith, Harold Varner, and Bubba Watson. Uh, of those, we have multiple Green Jacket winners, including Sergio, Dustin, Brooks, Phil, uh, Patrick Reed, Louis, and Charles Schwartzel. We have multiple big-time major winners. That also includes Cameron Smith uh, and Bryson DeChambeau. Of course, um, Jason Kokrak, top 50 player in the world this year. I believe there were like four guys who at the end of the season barely snuck in the top 50. Uh, and I believe that included Taylor Gooch, Jason Kokrak, and Kevin Na, I think. Um, like barely slid like under the radar just to get it. So the list very well could have been shorter. Uh, however, this is what we're going to be. be this, is what, this is what we're going to have. And this is what we're going to have to deal with. So looking ahead, I mean, it happens. But what's your take here? What do you think of after the U.S. Open allowed players to come? After the Open allowed players to come, what do you now think of the Masters doing the same? Totally cool with it. Give us give us the headlines. Give us the drama. And, I mean, if the other events like the Open, like the U.S. Open, you know, those, those big granddaddy events are going to let you do it, and then you're going to say the Masters isn't going to let you, like, that kind of just be, like, kind of strange in a sense of just kind of, you know, uh, you know, who, who's to say type of thing. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all about it. And I love that they're not shying away from, you know, pairing guys up together. I love that they're going to be in the mix because it's just going to be drama. And you know what drama brings Steve? It brings people talking about golf and that's what matters at the end of the day. And that's mm -hmm. been the whole thing we've driven home on this show about since live you know actually happened was that people have been talking about golf non-stop for the last year and a half because of this thing now you're telling us these guys are going to be at augusta where espn is covering it you're getting espn commercials you know during the nfl playoffs for augusta oh the masters on espn on cbs like this is what this is the scenes that golf needs like yeah. you thought the Bryson and Brooks drama was, you know, delicious banter. This is like that on meth. Dustin Johnson matching up with name me ex golf, like Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson. <sighs> need it. Need that. Sergio Garcia with name me some middle-aged golfer. I would love to see like based on those who have performed well enough. Tiger especially, a tea time, because usually they'll pair the older guys together because they know that they're only going to be doing this for, doing this for a couple days. Uh, every now and then, then, then they'll pair the old guys with some, like, young rookies. Would be amazing to see, like, a low amateur, someone in the college ranks, and, like, Tiger and Phil. Yes. And then th this this kid is just watching two legends who fucking hate each other. Hate each other. Just going toe to toe, or like, or you put like, Fred Couples has been a a, a huge anti live guy. You put him with, with with one of the younger like live players. Him and Taylor Gooch. Good night. <laughs> Taylor Gooch might get his lights punched out. 
And like, and what's crazy too is like, there are so many good golfers, and like, there are live golfers who I like. Like, I still like Cameron Smith. Right. It, it, it isn't like the wave of guys who who left on the first sight. It's it's guys who who stuck it out a little bit longer. Do I not like it? Yeah, because he's young and, and and he could have been a stud on the PGA Tour. Um, but I think I think it'll be really entertaining to see the, a number three golfer in the world like Cameron Smith going toe to toe with like Roy McIlroy on the final day. Uh, the only thing that would make it even better was if Greg Norman did actually win a major, in which case he'd be able to show up to Augusta and just flop his dick on the table and be like, "Yo, I'm here." Him versus Rory, him and Rory paired together. <laughs> well, th- that would be amazing, but also to also to just watch like Greg Norman if had he actually did win, right? Plays in the event, shows up in a live hat, and is standing there like next to like Rory or Tiger. That's something we got to keep an eye on too. Is <laughs> the live guys going? Who wears like live branded attire? Well, well, Patrick Reed's entire wardrobe oh, yeah. is now live golf shit. So that'll be really funny because you could put him him and the Kevin Kisner, who were the college teammates, who I'm pretty sure Patrick Reed got the boot because he was stealing from Kevin Kisner. That would be amazing. Like, it, it, I just want whoever's making the pairings at Augusta this year. Like, I want them to be in our brains yeah. and be like, all right, let's give everybody must-see TV for four fucking days. The, the the downfall here, though, is that we've seen it in the past. They never actually do that. Right. We wanted Brooks and Bryson for literally seven months. We didn't get it. We wanted to see Tiger and Phil. We didn't get it. We we, we tried getting, like, we, we tried getting so many different things, um, and it totally just washed in our faces. E- even during the U.S. Open, they, uh, everyone was like, yo, the USGA has to put the live guys at, in the convo. And the only guy they actually did it with was, was Dustin Johnson because on the last few days he was, he was top 10. So like it made sense there, but who knows? How funny it, would it be? It, Cause it Scotty Scheffler won the masters, right? Yeah. How funny would it be if Scotty has the adult table at the master's dinner and then there's the kids table, but it's the live table. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it, it, it would be like, it'd be Phil Mickelson and Sergio Garcia with like, like cutting pizza, <laughs> like uh, it would be really funny though. Like if you really want, if you if you really want to be a dick, right? You have the kids table, but then while you have Scotty Scheffler serving now, of course, texting guy is gonna be serving everyone fucking brisket. Yeah, and it's gonna be, be amazing. But you order from the local pizza joint in Augusta, and you get and you get Sergio and him just just like like, like, like the small Sicilian pie, the personal pizza. Oh, it's I need it. I just need all the drama from this. Like the pepperoni, it, the pepperoni spells out, spells out the big live L. What's the ladder? What's the ladder? If you could bring signs to Augusta National, someone oh would totally God. have just the L sign, <laughs> and then then have all the guys surrounding it. College game day oh at God. Augusta. <laughs> I I want to find the kids. Uh, in the fraternity houses, who, who who make the signs on the bed sheets on game days? Yes, that are like super, super, super like down to the core, rude and evil. Make some for live golf guys, and I and and I can only imagine what comes out. Taylor Gooch's last name might be let like the would literally be be the the, the showstopper. Mm-hmm. 
the amount, the, the amount of gooch jokes you can make is really I, bad. Like, I just need like if Augusta and the Masters as a as an event and as you know must see TV want must see TV. Especially because this year, as we found out, as we were, you know, scheduling some things that we have planned for the company in April, uh, that Master Sunday is on Easter Sunday. We want people glued to the televisions while they got a nice little Easter ham in their mouth. Oh, God. You need to just create as much drama and chaos as possible. Because I guarantee, like, from all of this, like, if they go in and just don't hold back. With any of it. Yeah. Come Sunday, when everything's all said and done, people will be talking about this Masters weeks afterwards. Yeah. And, like, the U.S. Open is great. The Open's great. But there's something about talking about dominance in the sport than Augusta. So, if, if let's say, at the end of the week, and people talked about it at the U.S. Open. There was, like, 20 PGA Tour guys, like, three live golfers in the top 40. If you come to Sunday and the top 10 is like split even five and five, it's like Scotty, Rory, Morikawa, Jordan, let's just say, and JT. And then it's like Dustin and Brooks and Bryson and Answer and Neiman. It's all of a sudden like, who is the dominant side here? And we've been saying it for a while. Where's the Ryder Cup, PGA versus Liv? It'll, it'll never happen. Um, obviously because Roy McIlroy and, uh, and Tiger are feuding so much with Craig Norman that it'll just never happen. But you can literally see right there, you're going to have five matchups where it's almost like singles on the final day. See who has the better overall day. Sunday at Augusta under Need the light. It. Like, Need it. Just, it. Like, great. Uh, it, it would like, it would do so much in terms of just eyes, ears, and mouths talking, <laughs> watching, and hearing everything people have to say about like the if they don't hold back the 2023 masters could go down as one of the most volatile and most discussed events in pga tour history could also be considered arguably the turning point of golf history yes it, if they're able to create an, an atmosphere in a situation where you kind of do get that rowdy young crowd post-covid where now Golf, as you've been saying, saying this forever, has gotten much more younger, much more lean, a lot more rude. Uh, a lot of people are are not afraid to speak their mind, and mesh that in with the hatred between these two groups. I mean, like it, 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 it isn't to the degree of like a, a Mets Phillies rivalry or a Yankees Red Sox rivalry, but I could see it being like an actual like, oh, you don't like the PGA Tour and you're a more of a live guy, like. I don't. I I no longer like you kind of situation. I think I think it could really dwindle down to this um, following the event if Augusta plays their cards kind of wrong because they kind of are the the quintessential uh, gentlemen of the sport, um, and and with that comes other political issues. But we'll disregard that for now. If they if they if they if they opt to go full volatile, the next thing you know, here we are, and we're in. We're we're in a downswing, and for for eight more months, if we have PGA and live golf, that's going to be just feuding back and forth. I'm going to ask you this: Who do you, what side do you think when you're talking PGA and live? Which do you think it's this Masters is more important for? Do you think it's more important for 
the PGA guys to kind of like show out, assert their dominance, you know, hey, this is still technically a PGA Tour event, like this is our turf. Or from the live side of things, if a guy from live ends up winning, how much does that do for, you know, people going and being like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go watch live. Like the, the, the thing is, and this goes back to what you were saying with the trading cards, right? Pro golfers are independent contractors. So I don't think it's big for either side because at the end of the day, your talent is only as good as the people that are there. Now, we already know the talent that, that are, are in both groups. This isn't like as simple as like, oh, I'm the Yankees. If you win a World Series, teams are going to tr try and join you because now as a team, you can go win the World Series. This is just knowing, okay, they have Dustin Johnson, they have Bryson DeChambeau, and they well, have Roy McIlroy. I say like, that from a, from a viewership fandom type thing. Like, it, if, who do if, you think it's if more If you're going to try and get granular with it, which I think is kind of a bad argument, I mean, it's live, obviously, because – the PJ Tour knows they're the dominant force here, but at the end of the day, I mean, does it really benefit anybody? It, or do you think it, it goes back to the discussion we had a couple of weeks ago where, like, we kind of feel like golf is, like, you know, the younger generation fan wants to follow players, you know, individually now more so than, like, the events. Um, where, like, in a lot of sports, like, you know, you see a lot more younger fans, like, they're like, oh, I like this team because of this player. Like, I like this because yeah. of that guy. Like, say, you know, some impressionable 11-year-old is watching the Masters on Sunday and a Colin Morikawa or a Rory wins. It's like, yeah. boom, here's your fandom for that young generation because they saw Rory or Colin do that. Or, you know, uh, uh, Dustin Johnson or Bubba Watson or somebody from Live ends up winning. It's like, damn, like, I'm going to go follow along with that dude's career because that impressionable age yeah, takes it, place. Yeah. If we're, if we're going to debate the, the impressionableness of children, I mean, then yeah, I mean, it's totally, <laughs> you know, up. you know what I'm getting at, but like even in general though, it's the fandom comes down to the player more than anything else. So really it's on the line for everybody. And if it really does turn into an idea that let's say in the press conferences leading up that, Dustin Johnson goes, oh, I want to live. The, I want to win this for live. And Cameron Smith goes, I want to win it for live. If that's what it, if, if, if that's what it's going to turn into, because it really hasn't been that case yet. It's really it's really been uh, organization centric and not on not on the players outside of the actual debate of oh, where's the morality in their their money? That's really the only debate we've had on the player side. It's now just been an organizational wide why is live a thing? If it now becomes a I'm going to rally around this. Then yeah, different story. But I think until that happens, we're not really at that point yet. I personally would do it for Narnia and for Aslan. <laughs> I didn't know James McAvoy was uh was Sir Tumnus until about a month ago. Yeah. Was totally Mr. Tumnus over my head. <laughs> I also still 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 barely understand the premise of that movie, but uh it's it's your upbringing. It's all about Jesus. Yes, I guess. Yes. The author, C.S. Lewis, very, very Christian guy. Baby, baby you hear this? Narnia is about Jesus Christ. Do you know what else is about Jesus Christ? Star Wars. I didn't yep. know that one. 
Star Wars is all, is all, oh, yeah. all, all, all Jesus. That's all the time we have here on this oh, show. Oh, wait. Well, I, I wanted to bring up real quick. Oh, God. Shout, hey, shout hey. out to PGA 2K. Yes. My first hole-in-one. So many guys are like, yo, yo what a fluke. I'm like, what a yeah. fluke. Yeah, I know it's a fucking fluke. Give me a it's break. A, it's a video game, pals. Get a life. Touch grass, please. <laughs> Touch real grass. But you're going to be streaming, right? Uh, hopefully. We're at least trying it. to. I've... <laughs> Kay gets mad at me. Um, I am so bad right now for the most part uh, that I'll like, I get so frustrated. I'm sitting on the couch last night and I was so visibly annoyed. And she goes, just turn it off. Just rage quit. And I go, here's the problem though. When I get back in the game, it's going to replay me on the 15th hole. Anyways, I have to finish the round. So it gets the views. <laughs> well, no, like in general, I have to finish the round so I can just get rid of the, the aggravation and then start anew the next time. Golf man, solid game though. Good, yeah, solid game. Um, they're expanding rapidly. They added Nike to the game. They've had some brands fall off. They 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 lost Polo. They they lost Under Armour. Lost Jack Nicholas brand. Um, but they're getting a lot more uh, like content and like the Battle Pass format was getting popular. the The first game was really a trial run. Twenty one. Now they now they have twenty three. Can actually like build a real. Um, solid base. I think I think it's getting there. Uh, at some point, though, you can see the makings of like early on what NBA 2K was like. And I think if it can get a big enough following, we might see like a story mode arise. That'd be sweet. And it's gonna be be more than just oh, you play as a golfer and you're only playing golf. It might very well become a oh, you're at this like country club and it's like the it, it's like what like the overall forum. Like you can go to Top Golf in this game, like, like all these different things. So um, it's only a matter of time before I think it gets a little bit bigger. But that really comes down to the following. I know it's not a, it's more of a niche game, and I know it's not getting as many um, purchases as like as like, let's say NHL, which is on the lower end of the spectrum in terms of sports video games. So we'll have to see. It's a matter it's of got time. Cult following though. The Ace Cam was a great name, right? The, the Ace name. Cam. The Ace Cam is live, and I will post every single Ace that I shoot. I had five in, in in 21. I'm destined to hopefully break that in 23, and I'm off to a really hot start. Didn't get my first hole in one until like six months into the game last time. So, with that being said, that's that's all the time tough time we have here. I'm Steve McElroy. That's Kyle Bennett. We had a great show talking about a lot of really weird stuff. Um, let us know in the comments on YouTube your comparison to the the starter Pokemon turned PGA Tour golfer. And why is Los Alatoris uh, Termillion said? What a ridiculous take. What a, <laughs> what a ridiculous correlation. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. And follow Steve on Twitter because he needs more followers. Sam Burns is, is Charmander. That's your answer. Right? Get it? Burns. Charmander. <laughs> ah, I get it now. Thanks for listening to Get in the Hole, the official golf podcast of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Catch us every week wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And be sure to like and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GetInTheWholePod. And follow Underground Sports Philadelphia at UndergroundPHI. We'll see you next time. And remember, get in the hole!